This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 170 of The Real Word. Word is up. Nicole, welcome back from your big trip. Oh, thank you. I was like, we haven't missed an episode. No, we haven't missed an episode because we recorded before you left, but if you weren't following... Maybe it's a good thing if you weren't following Nicole. If you didn't want to just oh, get Oh no, no. I completely... I actually I saved it at I have a I have a highlight. Oh, you're going to come out I, with more uh content a, from this trip? Well, maybe, but I I did on my If you go on my Instagram <laughs> Nicole White Realtor, I did actually make a highlight hashtag this is 40 so if anybody missed it yeah oh yeah you can just follow that one it's it's living right there there are going to be there's going to be lots of content going forward on this one depending I, on which of the girls maybe pisses me off one day i got i got a few yeah, people I'm sleeping sure. at dinner i have some people sleeping on the airplane i have you know i got some yeah. good shit mm-hmm. i've never seen a 40th live on for so long but nicole you <laughs> you did it up if you're not following nicole on instagram make sure you go do that so you can you can see all that content of her epic Florida Keys it was 40th trip. Amazing. She took it was would you take three of our top producers Four. with you? Oh, three producers and then, and then our and then our, our, our marketing our, genius. Yes. And you completely <laughs> screwed us over for an entire week. Are you kidding me? Those girls probably worked more <laughs> no, than I they saw did. Them I was like, are you deals. guys insane? Uh oh. You left a, you you kicked yeah. something. Well, this anyway. Is, this is the never ending issues which we are going to have solved here pretty soon but anyway if, if you're not following nicole on instagram go do that mm-hmm. only if you're already following me that's the rule oh so, uh-oh yeah. that's the rule. all right let's get into that the racket exhausting okay. racket num- racket number one is from time what is this, this is still a magazine time magazine it is, is that how that cl- works clear clearly it is because it's okay. we're reading from it yep so the headline it says time 2030 i don't even know what that that means but anyway maybe maybe, maybe they're maybe that's when they're gonna Maybe that's when they're going to retire sunset. the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. So Time Magazine, the climate real estate bubble. And then it says, is the U.S. on the verge of another financial crisis? If you read, read the article, it has nothing to do with a financial crisis. I have no idea. I think... Well, they are. They're talking about the fact that, well, let's get into the article. Yeah. And then, it, I mean, it'll, it'll, it, it is very much a huge crisis. I mean, it's talking about homes being flooded people well, the, having to walk away from their properties it's talking about towns and and states having to buy properties because they're in flood prone areas and, and not just that but also insurance they're saying it's billion a billion dollar business each year all of these flood claims so i do think it yeah. has something to do with a financial crisis but i guess in a different way yes yeah i mean i, I i'm we're gonna hit it from the climate crisis standpoint here yeah the bulk of the article focuses around this anna zimmerman who mm-hmm. lived at 1171 shoreham in charleston south carolina which is a fabulous town i've never town. been it's on oh my, my it's on my bucket list maybe this summer fantastic restaurant maybe when i'm 40 and a half so anyways this this neighborhood that she lived in i guess is prone for flooding she bought the house in 2005 well 2015 10 years later she had her first flood took out most of her property. Uh, this was just heavy rain, and this came as a complete shock to her. No flood risk had been disclosed when Zimmerman bought the house 10 years earlier, but uh, she determined she was determined to turn lemons into lemonade. So she used up the insurance money to fix it up, fix it up. And um, anyway, she, she was willing to stay there till retirement, it was her dream home. Then Hurricane Irma came in 2017, and it completely destroyed the house again again so she she was she had had it at this point right she's like i'm i'm moving 
Uh, I'm going to leave the house. But she took an interesting approach, Nicole. Mm -hmm. She did not want to sell the property. So she got insurance money. Right. After Irma. Yep. And so she could either fix it up and, and you know, move back in for a second time, which she, she didn't want to do that. She could have tore the property down and had a, a lot. Uh, or she could sell the property to like flippers, investors that that wanted to take on, you know, re and then she could take that money and move on, go do something else basically, right? Right. But she did not want to sell it because she thought it was unethical to sell that property. And this is right. where I don't, under, this is where I got completely lost on this whole entire thing because Time Magazine's talking to a homeowner. There's no real estate professionals included in this article. Right. Where it's like, and I don't know who was educating, you know, uh, poor Anna here who, mm -hmm. who like went through all this stuff. Like you can sell it to an investor and disclose this is exactly right. She's she's complaining about no disclosure when she bought it. Well, I think she's worried that that the flipper wouldn't disclose it to the next buyer that there was. But I'll be okay, honest. Okay, but you can't control other people down the line. You disclose to the flipper. You you CYA. Right. Well, here, but here's to be quite what's honest, going on. Anybody trying to get homeowners insurance after two flood losses? Of I mean, course. I can't even imagine what that policy would look like. Yeah, th there's plenty of disclosure that can go around here and, and you can basically you know you well, can what's, cover what's, yourself what's super interesting though as you read on is that she ended up foreclosing that's what I'm that's my point and now, it, and now it's on the market because it was fixed up and flipped right. anyway yeah. and so now now it's on the market with, with Fannie Mae and supposedly Fannie Mae is not disclosing well because they don't have to right exactly because right. it's now bank owned property they're not disclosing. She had left messages on the walls. They're, my point about this is there's a huge racket going on because there's more to the story than Time Magazine. Time Magazine is, is painting out Anna to be the, this like hero of you know disclosure. And I don't believe that for a second. She would have well, never gone into foreclosure having all these other options. She literally had, according to this, this article, she literally had a flipper who sent her a written offer and kept following up like I want to buy the property I understand about the flooding here's an offer I want to buy the property and she was like I was gonna have too much liability selling it to this person no you won't no you won't you disclose and you sell the property and you move on now you went into foreclosure there's a missing link here I, I don't know what it is but something's missing hmm. I feel like that was really only one paragraph of the article and but it really it kind of got me wound up. It, it, clearly, because there, there's so much more meat to this. That's just, yes, and I agree. So let's get into the that meat. was just a paragraph. Let's yeah. get yeah that paragraph just was a complete racket. I just want to say that. All right, okay. let's get into the meat. Yeah. Uh, annual flood days in the city increased 750 percent from 1980 to 2020. That's according to data from the National Weather Service. Mm -hmm. uh, there's telltale tell signs all over in wealthier neighborhoods in the area historic homes are being elevated at costs that can run several hundred thousand dollars we know that living in shoreline connecticut like it costs a lot of money to a lot of money to raise homes that really wasn't an option for i guess it was an option for her in her neighborhood maybe not with budget and all these these different kind of things um her home is only worth if, uh right now fannie mae has it on the market for yeah for 200 yeah. two hundred thousand dollars uh they had it on for 210 they just reduced it to 199.9 um, so 750% increase Charleston, we know is, is in a big time flood zone. I mean, people, you, you don't need much disclosure to figure that out. They've got a little chart here too, the change 
in average annual property loss related to flood damage from 2020 to 2050. So this is like projecting into the future, future. like what the change yep. in, in lost dollars are going to be. If, if you hit the link, we're going to link this up as we always do. You can kind of scroll and hover above these counties in Charleston uh, or these areas, and it'll show you what, what the projected loss is in U.S. dollars, which the U.S. dollar is losing itself anyways. We'll also we'll flash that on the screen here, too, if you don't want to go through the article. Um, but what, what really stuck out to you, Nicole? Well, again, if, we, if you keep going on in, through the article, it talks about um, – down here, they did a, a nonprofit research group that studied flood risk estimates that flooding alone already results in 20 billion in property right. loss annually, and that this figure will only grow to more than 30 billion in 30 years. So, it's interesting because you sent me this article, and I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a NBC Today Show watcher, okay. and they actually were interviewing um, a family from Texas that, again, same thing happened. I think it was maybe what three years ago those floods the floods came through texas or not even not long not ago even, yeah. and, and no. they and they they lost their house last year, right? um maybe it was maybe a year and a half ago yep um and then they finally got their house fixed back up and then um this past winter with those freezing uh weather that came through and they lost pretty much everything again because all of their pipes froze so mm. it is it's very interesting i mean coastline weather changing patterns um it'll be interesting to see what continues to happen and again i, I think that this is this is why this article is is, is titled the you know the financial crisis because this is a lot of money i know you're not an anna fan but you know it, that is a crisis not, for her that's I, a huge financial crisis i'm not I mean, saying I'm, I'm not a fan I'm not saying i'm not a fan of <laughs> anna i'm saying something is missing she had every opportunity to not go into foreclosure she could have sold it to an investor who was begging her for the property and she maybe, got really but, but, maybe she but, just got really bad advice maybe i'm not a fan of her well, attorney I don't know, who said but, but she I, was going to be on the book for liability but we're that's assuming, not true we're also assuming so she bought in 2005 so we're all assuming that she wasn't underwater because if she did sell to an investor at 150 she would still have to come to the table with 50. it probably did make a lot more sense for her just to say goodbye to the she house she got the insurance money she could have gotten out of this thing clean potentially but you're also assuming that she didn't buy a car or like there's so many other things that could have just that she could have just been doing okay. i don't know i'm Maybe. just saying things happen i i i'd like my, my, to think that yeah foreclosure okay so, was, so then i'd like to think that foreclosure was her worst case scenario and so then write that yes, things do I'm happen with you. i get you write you. that but don't paint yeah. her out to be some saint here that she like her moral high ground was so ridiculously high well that that's I'm why surprised. she went to foreclosure as opposed to right the, like, you know, saving yeah. herself financially here. I mean, that's well, just ridiculous. I, I, I'm just surprised, though, too, that if there are mortgages involved, that, like, ping, you need flood insurance. I mean, th there's homes that are nine million they're in the sky and 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 the in the insurance or the mortgage company is telling them that they need flood so i'm actually a little bit surprised that the, if, the, if there wasn't any disclosure from the prior owner that at least the mortgage company uh was it because fema's all over it i mean fema's constantly remapping i mean it's it's happening and, and where they get into i guess to the financial crisis part is experts see a collective threat to the u.s economy because uh the risks of owning a home in places affected by climate change stack up and economists and policymakers say climate induced flight from these threatened areas could shock the US economy um, at where home prices would plummet there you know and, and lending would dry up and that local 
tax base would diminish as people flee in, in, right. in, these, in these regions. Yeah. So, well, it sounds know. like her neighbor, the town, actually did buy the lot next door just to remediate the risk. So, yeah. It's and a there real was, thing. you know, it was interesting. Yeah, the town bought the one next door and they raised it. Right. So the town bought the property in the neighborhood, uh, you know, the neighboring property, and then raised it up. So she had tried to sell. And I guess, you know, when they were trying to make her out to be a saint, she tried to go sell it to the government, um, failed there. But again, had plenty of opportunities to sell the property and, and just didn't didn't take them. Um, I mean, here here we go. Zimmerman was honest from the beginning. She she told him the the investor here that it had flooded multiple times. Cited an interested. estimate from a yep. structural engineer that it would cost. So. You disclosed. Go ahead and sell it. You know, he's the, the person replied, I'm still interested. Right. So, uh, I mean, you fully, fully disclosed. That person said, I'm, I'm completely interested. She had 90 pages of text messages and emails that she shared with time. That's where something is missing. You know, a lot of times you read these articles, they're selectively editing to, to make their story. I, I just don't know what's missing from here, but. Um, total racket, in my opinion. They also have the map of Houston. So if you're interested in Houston, Houston's change in average annual property loss related to flood damage from 2020 to 2050. So, uh, and was the the NBC one, was that Houston or where was that in Texas? Probably Houston, right? Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, I think that's where, well, I mean, obviously the, the, the whole power grid went down in, in a lot of Texas, but no, I do believe that the family was in Houston, yes. Yeah, they're talking about uh, Hurricane Harvey, which I, I believe is probably the same one. Right. Um, data from, but here's here's what's interesting. Data from Houston Association of Realtors, which we've talked about on the show uh, in the past, show that instead of driving people away, sales surged in the months following Harvey. So, you know, they don't understand why people want to continue to buy in these areas. I understand why people love living by the shore. People love living in areas like Houston, like they want a the, beach and they want. Yes, they're, they're yep. willing to take on the risk in the future. Um, you know, they, they I think they even went on to say, I don't have to find it, but they're like, are people just not not informed or are people? Like, oh, they I almost think people call people are, stupid. People, people are informed. So even so, we have a a, um, a client that has a house down in the Keys, um, which I happened to stay at this past week. Yes, um, you did. And it got it got destroyed. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be talking about this for the rest of your life. Forever. To your fifty. It got, it got just well forty and a half because the next trip is then. Um, so it got destroyed during the hurricane. Where's the next trip? I don't know. Remember, we said Charleston at four. Were you listening? At f I'm going to go there for 40 and, for oh, 40 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was destroyed during. Um, I don't even know what hurricane. I, I, I don't I don't track them. But um, but he rebuilt and he doesn't like he, he doesn't even have flood insurance on it anymore because the flood insurance pol the flood insurance company couldn't even give him enough to fix it. So now mm. I was like, forget the flood policy. Like, I don't even need it. I'll just keep spending the cash if I need to to fix it. So. But it's a great spot. Um, he's able to generate some income from it because he could, you know, Airbnb it. I mean, if there's enough of an upside and you it's sort of like we always tell our, our, our homeowners to save like what is it, like one percent, one to two percent just for like maintenance. So I think if you're you know, if you're able to sort of stockpile a little bit. So if some emergency does come up, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I don't think they're stupid. I don't think they're uninformed because these things are physically happening to them. But I agree with you. I think that people still regardless want to live there and are willing to take on the risk. 
Yeah, it says, you know, homes are destroyed, but buyers are undeterred, whether because of the influence of home flippers, a lack of reliable information about a home's risk. In this situation, Zimmerman told the person the risk. Right. Or simple carelessness. So they're basically, time is basically calling people stupid that continue right. to buy in these areas. Yeah. Okay. All right. You feel I, good I about thought that one? I thought the majority there's a lot of great information in this there article. There is a lot would, of great information. Especially if you sell property in an area that's, you know, like we do that are, you know, multiple flood zones in the areas that we sell. I'd encourage you to read it. There's a whole bunch of information it gets into, you know, some of the ambitions from the Biden administration. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, there's also a lot of racketeering by by time. So mm -hmm. you just got to sift through all that bull crap. Heard it here first. All right, racket number two, Zillow's new ad campaign. They got two new commercials highlighting two sides of the moving journey. Nicole, did you watch these commercials? I, I, I think you heard me watch them. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. them on TV yet? I haven't seen them on TV. Nope. Right. No. No. So they're taking, I watched them first here. Yeah. They're taking inspiration from the great reshuffling that happened during the pandemic they've been talk we've been talking about them talking about the great reshuffling forever i feel like zillow's new ad campaign uh to move is to grow I highlights love it. the emotional side of moving you like that i do yep all right so let's talk about the first and we'll link these up so you, we'll link up the inman article so you can get to both of the you know youtube videos uh, you could probably just you could just go on to zillow's youtube if you want to as well anyways first one is called zillow susans so mm -hmm. not Zillow Karen's Zillow Susan's mm -hmm. moving is inherently about moving forward, letting go of the past and embracing life's next chapter. Uh, that's according to the chief marketing officer from from Zillow. So what is, what is this moving or uh, this Zillow Susan's all about? I, I giggled. I thought it was funny. So it's about a woman, obviously. Her name is Susan. And uh, she is selling and buying at the same time in two different uh, locations. And she pretty much goes into a... Uh, what are those rooms called? Like a boardroom and yeah. starts and starts sort of calling out all of the Susans that are in her head of sort of how she's feeling. But um, then obviously calling out the other Susans that could actually help calm her down. Um, and in the end, um, she is told to go with Zillow. Zillow can help her sell and buy. It's like that MTV music video when we were when we were kids, Eminem, will the real some shady please stand up? And there's oh, all yeah. these Eminems <laughs> walking around with the white t-shirt. That's so Yeah. Funny. She's in this room with a whole bunch of Susans herself and, yes. and all and these different personality traits. Yeah. All of her personality traits. Yes. I thought so. it was funny. I giggled. Um, yeah. Ne I, negative Susan immediately vetoed the idea. Spontaneous no, Susan yep. begins ordering drapes for the new home. Antisocial Susan is wary about meeting new neighbors. Lazy Susan would rather just sleep. Finally, helpful Susan chimes in and convinces CEO Susan to begin her home selling and home buying journey with who? With Zillow, of with course. With Zillow, of course, yep. of course. Yep. Okay. Yep. The next ad is The Journey draws inspiration from where the wild things are to tell the story of a little girl who sees her moving experience as a mystical tale filled with mystery and danger. Do you even know what that is, where the wild things are? What is that? Uh, I'm sorry? I'm sorry, are you asking? You you've never read the book. Have I read the book? Where your well, mother, no, your parents I, no, did no, not no. read you books at night. This was this uh, is boy. Bobby. Thank you. This I mean, this is a children's book. 1963 I, children's book. It's uh, but I, it's I just it's, looked it up. 
uh, it's but I'm certain that your wife has read it or at least has it on the bookcase for your daughters. Oh, I guarantee books. it. Yeah. I guarantee it. I don't yes. know how we could afford all these books. My daughter's four and we got like, I feel like a hundred books. Already. Well, but people probably give her books for like Lots her birthdays books. and holidays. I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have a bunch of books that you don't read because then you're a bad parent if you don't. But anyway. She yes, does a book a night, though. I'll give well, her that. And, I, and that is brilliant. So I did that with my first two, and they, they like to read. I did it with my third, and he can barely read a sentence. So I, Well, it sounds I, like I, you didn't do it with your third. I didn't. That's what I'm oh, okay. saying. I, okay. I, had, I have an in-house experiment that I did, oh, okay. and, um, and, it, and it definitely confirms. Write a book on that. It, I, I, and I may. I may. I, I, but I feel like I want to write a book on the fact that you have no idea about the book where the wild things are. Well, I'm learning. Every day okay. you learn something new. It's a quick read. I mean, some pages don't even have words on it. So you'd actually, you could get through it pretty quickly. So you can watch the commercial, but after sailing away from her old home and going through the mountains and walking down fog-filled streets, she settles into a dark cave and she says, I guess this is it. But as she's awakened by a friendly greeting from a new neighbor, the cave transforms into her actual new bedroom as she finally feels at home. One thing I thought that was interesting about this, which one did you like better? Oh, I liked the Susan one way better. Yeah, the Susan one was funnier. This one, this one it does. It was dark. It was dark. But I, I, again, I do think To Move Is To Grow was like sort of the perfect tail end to that story because I, I do think that um, obviously as, a, as a children grow, um, but I yeah. do think, I thought the whole thing was, I thought it was perfect. The, I mean, this this one was interesting because the moving experience is so hard no matter how you know, as real estate professionals, no matter how easy you make it, there is still going Always. to be a layer of stress and discomfort in the move itself. Just like of course. your movers, right? You're, right? you're like getting stuff physically into boxes. There's so many layers of stress that, that go with a move. And then when you look at for, for kids, right, that have right. friends that are leaving friends and they need to make a new impression in a new area because Zillow's talking about the great reshuffling, people moving all over the place. If you've got yep. kids and you're doing that, it, it's even harder. Right. Well, so, yeah, absolutely. Because I think like, it's so easy for adults to sort of obviously worry about them before like thinking about what the kid is going through during the move too. But. This is well done, Zillow. This I love it. Pretty good. They, they filmed these in New York City and uh, director Jim Jenkins led the New York City team uh, Prague. The Prague team is the, uh, I guess, the, the company that they use there. So way to go, guys. Yeah. Right. I, again, that that where the wild things are was highly edited, too. I mean, that was like a like yeah. a feature film. It was. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. All right. Mark, Marketeer of the Week. We've got a Katie Lance article. Can you hear that racket? Going I can. On people, are, people are all of a sudden knocking on Jesus. your door. I mean, you're it, popular it, over there. It's it, it, that was extreme. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, this door will have the soundproofing go up at some point, which it's not up yet. But anyway, so Katie Lance, our friend Katie. What's up, Katie? Uh, she's the Marketeer of the Week for her article in Inman 10 Secret Instagram and Facebook Features Most Agents Miss. So stuck for content ideas. Here is a list that might be able to help you. We'll go through all 10. Uh, Facebook, number one, don't be a secret agent. Okay, we know that one, right? Yeah. Are you in on that? Creepers, I, mean, I right? hope so. That's yeah. a good one. We've been talking about that forever. Don't be a secret agent. Be talking about real estate, right? People aren't going to, 
people don't have uh, osmosis abilities where they're just going to be able to know you're an well, Asian. Well, I think what they're saying, though, is that on Facebook, um, privacy, because you can, there's certain things right. on your on oh. your personal page that, if, I, that you can make private and not, but they're, they're also assuming that hopefully you have a business page so I, that you can keep business to business. But, I mean, your Facebook page, in my mind, shouldn't be, shouldn't be private. I here, just but. tried to get a hold of an agent. Orlando, Florida area, and yeah. I went through Facebook, and he didn't have the ability where you can message him. He didn't even have the ability turned on where you could friend him. He had it like oh. so blocked where you couldn't friend the person. But you maybe could only... did he, did he max out? He may have maxed out no, on his friends. I, no, I looked he at that. Doesn't want anymore. He's like, I'm done. I'm doesn't good. want people friending him. And I don't, then why is he even on Facebook? I'm totally calling somebody out right now. But anyways, doesn't want somebody friending him. And then as a real estate agent. Didn't even have the ability where you could send a direct message. Interesting. I mean, that's just foolish. That, that unless, is just foolish. Well, uh, unless he doesn't, unless he knows he's not going to be responding to them. I don't know. Unless well, he knows he's getting out of the business. It is just stupid. Well, I mean, if you're in the business, you should be responding to your DM. Right. Anyways, number two, uh, create private Facebook lists to organize your clients and prospects. This is a great one because um, who the heck? Uh, Jill Bedreau, uh 5 a.m. call moderator. Mm-hmm. Go sign up to 5amcall.com if you need your morning jacked up. There it Jill is. Jill says to me the other, well, you know, we, we spent so much time talking about your Instagram handle. I'm going to have to give out every single one of my I, uh, I social mean, it, handles. What's really funny, though, is it's really just this episode podcast. that we're talking about me. All the 169s yeah. are about ByronLazine.com. <laughs> so crazy. And Everybody, 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, by the way, <laughs> Byron Lazine. Um just saying. No, this is brilliant. So Jill was talking about the other day. I was on on a phone chat with Jill, great agent out of the Boston Wellesley area, Mass, and she's talking about this book, Ninja Selling. I just sent it to Ryan on our team, Nicole. I'm gonna send it to the whole team, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyways, Ninja Selling, going deep on your past client list, like really Ninja Selling and giftology, like sending gifts, sending something a little more personal than just. Um, I don't know. What would you normally send? Like, uh, whatever you would normally like a send. Like a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Yeah, like yeah, like not gift cards. Like going right. more personal. Right. Like doing a drop off of of their favorite bottle of wine because you've listened, you've paid attention. Right. But then following that up, like, because obviously, if you, if you're gonna do drop off wines, you, it's not very time, you know, constructive to right go and have 20 conversations in a day because you got yeah. other stuff you got to do. Well, like, Booth, that's a huge Buffalini move. Buffalini loves the drop-bys, loves the follow-ups, loves all that. Do Buffini the drop-by. Yeah. Um, but where she is taking it to the next level, she's doing the drop-by of what she knows their favorite wine or whatever is because she listens. Right. And then she sends a video text message like, hey, just want to make sure you get the drop-off. Sorry I missed you. Like, I hope you guys do well. I saw this on Facebook. Whatever, like a 15-second hey so that they still see your face right? on the 15-second video chat. Uh-huh. Uh, she double-ended at like a $3 million deal just by doing that. So hmm. pretty but that, effective. What does that have to do with the private oh, Facebook what group? what does that have let's, getting back to the private Facebook group? Let's get back. Here's, yep. <laughs> this, is, this is why this makes sense, right? Is you want to do the same thing on a micro level every single week, every single month by engaging on the post that you're – friends going deep on your past client your friend list and if you have those separate from just like the agent you know like on the other side of the country that you know you're also following and you want to engage with or whatever your friends right. with them whatever, right. you know 
but right. your top 150 clients, if you can just go to that list every single day and check in on their newsfeed, it'll Love create it. a whole newsfeed of just those 150 people. So you can go Love deep it. on on communicating with them. All right, we, we, we got to get through this list here. Number three, mm -hmm. review your Facebook insights within the Facebook groups that you manage. So, you know, who's most active in the groups that you're in so you, so you can learn more about them and, and uh, engage at a higher level, basically. Well, I think what's really important, though, too, is to see which ones are doing well and what are people really engaging with, too. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, number four, automatic captions for Facebook Live. So that's basically a time hack, right? Mm -hmm. Good one. I like Good that. One. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were trying to blow through these. All right. As I, as Five. I spit download, here. Download your <laughs> Facebook Live replays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You can put those up to YouTube or absolutely you know, Instagram. Wherever. Yeah, yeah, agree. All right, Instagram now. Create mm -hmm. Instagram highlights to extend the life of your Instagram stories. I you did know, that. I did that in the beginning, and then I just stopped like adding to my highlights. Do you ever look at anybody's highlights? Um, I so I do. I never I, do. But, but I'm a big like I, I like design and stuff. So if I'm following, okay, they like might a have designer, some category. They're, they're, yeah, they're breaking it up into each house. So if okay. I have, if I knew that it was a house, I want to go back to that so I could see the bathroom again, or I want to okay. see the tile that was in there. Yes, I think that that's very helpful. Yep. And I don't, I'm not sure that people don't know about that one, but okay, I like that one, Katie. Sure. Uh, two, create Instagram guides to showcase your expertise. Nikki Shore on the team's doing a great job of this, um, for sure. I think you know. Anytime you can help educate and, uh, and, and create a guide, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Robust search feature, number three. So where are they going with that? Oh, I've searching locations, hash, hashtags, thing. keywords. Did you actually read that guide one? I never did that. Like you're actually able to put your posts together into like a little book, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I never did that. No, I think Go that's ahead. good. I think it's great. Uh, robust search feature, so... You know, search local businesses that you love, you know, basically a, a better way to uh, engage locally, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Turn your notifications on for your A-plus connections. Absolutely. Uh, definitely do that. Go to App Byron Lazine. Turn not notifications on. There you go, on Instagram. Anyway, no. uh, number five. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, do you have my notifications on? Dude, I am the first person to I post know. on every single one of your posts. I, I can't get the flip away. Well, from ever you since at I this ever point. since I did that Instagram reel where I showed that oh, you didn't Lord. comment or engage in like my <laughs> four hundred previous uh, Instagram posts. So I mean, but I'm certain that You're your Instagram has time. blown up now because I'm because yeah. it, it's all because of my engagement. It's true. Yes. Number five. Look into look into what worked before so if you're stuck on ideas what has worked for you in the past and and repurpose or frame up that content like well like but if do you're that on, style right again. but if you're on instagram though too what's nice is if you're a business you get the insights there too so yeah. definitely reflect on those regularly and kind of where she was going with the facebook stuff i thought the facebook tips were better than the instagram ones but the uh, facebook tips there's so much information analytical information for you to like either engage with your your top clients or figure out what people really like like right listen or what they really don't like because how many unfollows like. do you sometimes get from posts and you're like whoa right. gotta stay away from that but just like reading other people like other people's conversations if they're a client a past client a future client 
learning more about them. It's a great way to listen, learn about them, and then be able to give them a great gift or do whatever, you know, have a conversation with them down the road about the things that they're really interested in. So, right. Good. Well, that was quite the show. We're, yeah. Uh, I was going to show you my new camera so that that doesn't happen. But oh, well, no one really cares. It it, I think people are listening, not watching. But yeah. And if you're listening on Apple, would love would love for you to go and give us a, a review on if you're on Apple Podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell talking about notifications. Uh, do we have a confessional this week? I don't know that we do. No, no confessional this week. Next the following week we do. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Subscribe to YouTube. Uh, leave us a comment what you thought of the show. Share this with somebody who can learn from it. Nicole, follow her on Instagram, I guess. Uh, I mean, if you have to. Yeah. All right. At least just go. You don't have to follow me, but at least just go check out my 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 highlight reel from my, my trip. Oh, yeah. You'll get if all you, the peels. <laughs> if you want to see palm trees <laughs> and uh, top producers raging out of their mind, go to... Nicole's. We didn't rage out of our mind. We no. were sophisticated. We did a little karaoke. Hey, did I mean, you guys we... get the creme brulee? I don't think we got any creme brulee. I don't think they oh offer creme God. brulee down there. They don't offer creme brulee. They said yes to the creme brulee. I ordered uh, two or three creme brulees for dessert. Did you get there, Did you get no. a candle at that restaurant? No, nothing. What? Nothing. No candle, no creme brulee, no singing. There wasn't not one, not one lady sang. Nope. nope. You guys got the wine. We definitely got the wine and we ordered another bottle afterward. Yep. And they paid for your first round of drinks, right? I don't know the answer to that. Jesus. We didn't. Well, we didn't. Again, to be quite honest, I mean, we didn't pay for any of that meal. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I don't know the answer to any of that. But I know yeah. they hit my credit card. But, <laughs> um they were supposed to. Yeah, they were supposed to bring you out a candle. Um, no, actually. I ordered. Cl- a, this is what I did. I ordered a cheesecake with a candle. Nope. And then and then two creme brulees because I was hoping you guys would tap 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 send me the the ins- and I was like what? why didn't they you do the creme brulee you back know, you know what ended up happening actually we closed out our bill and Paige actually ended up paying for our desserts because we ordered dessert after we had closed out our bill we decided late like oh you know what let's get dessert no ooh we should call them this is a I'm very disappointed I actually talked to them three okay. different times because anyways and. I stressed the dessert thing with the creme brulee. We have creme brulee. We totally would to have participated in that. No, we again. We do you like cheesecake? Own. I got I got the cheesecake. I knew you liked cheesecake. That's yes, why he was doing the candle I, and the cheesecake. I got I I I paid. We paid for the cheesecake, so you're. I was have so to surprised have... that you guys didn't. Uh, uh, we totally send me would back have the creme brulee. If, if, if they actually delivered the desserts, there on, was on Instagram. Speaking of was, Instagram, yeah, you know that we would have done that for yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's disappointing. Anyway. All right. For the last time, happy Great birthday. Great show. Nicole. Thank you. For All the right. last time. We'll see you guys next week on The Real World. Keep it real.